to legal. law and what order. No, do right. do your quotes again. Legal. There you go. There you go. Got to cover our butts. Can you? Could you? You know, it's not legal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little closer to Doctor Evil there. Like you need to, you know. I'm not a big winker, so you're not gonna get me to do that. Sorry, oh, I, I like to do good. the quotes. Ron was just saying you were a big winker. Oh, I did. I've been words. spreading that rumor. That a big winker, maybe. He's a, maybe maybe this place to Ah, right, right, right. British. Indeed. Winker. Have you ever seen? The, there's a Ted Lasso thing where he goes. He he goes. What would the, the where they're talking in this and it's before he did the show. He was doing these commercials for the Premier League, and he was on there and. And the, the host of it goes, you're a big wanker. He goes, wanker? How'd she know my nickname? Speaking of wankers, <laughs> welcome, everyone. <laughs> As you put hi to, you put AF Stewart's hello, and you said, speaking of wankers. Oh, no, not for her. Not for her. That yeah, I didn't think it was for her. For you. <laughs> no. All right, we should, we should get down to business. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for, for holding out. It's been a couple weeks since we've been on, but we are back. This is Spilling Ink, where we are the show that takes you behind the book to meet the authors and professionals in the publishing industry. And as promised, we've got some new people to talk to today. And since Jane is out, she's at a christening. She's got a, a wonderful reason for being away this week. I've got Joe, Joe Compton, the man himself, as my co-host for today. Hey, Joe, how we doing? Really good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Surviving, living life, you know, all that yeah. good stuff. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for jumping on and being my co-host today. Absolutely. Uh, one of the characters is fond of that word. Nice. See, Anita's not upset. Mm -hmm. Of course, Anita, it wasn't meant for you. That that was. And it was. It was all for me, everybody. I'm the fucking wanker. <laughs> I should do with you Legally. like I do with my kids. Language, language. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I apologize. I'm not on going to now, so I apologize. I, I, I have to watch my P's and Q's like I was talking about last night uh, on Spilling Ink. So I yeah, should, right. you know should we don't be care. very I should be very professional. I apologize. That's, that's right. Be professional. Bring it. Definitely. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Just like that. All right. Well, like I said, as promised, we brought some new people on for you guys to meet. Now, Ron, I don't know if you've been on our show before. No? Okay, well, as, as a first-timer to our show, welcome. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Uh, my name is Ron. I oh, uh, I write fantasy, science fiction, humor, mixes of, of the above. Uh, I'm also a Scorpio. I love gardening and cooking and baking and eating. Really, I love eating. I do all the other <laughs> shit so that I can eat. I like you led with the Scorpio part. Is that important? No, it's not important. You just made it important because that's I mean, Katie's just, thing. That's Katie's thing. thing. I mean, I, I just, it was more of a joke than anything, you know. It's, it's like the dating profile. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. I also, I also want, I want, I want to mention, I'm going to talk over that because we, nobody needs to know those things, Ron. You're okay. You're, you're wow. in safe company. Here. <laughs> wow. Really, you know, I'm just, I'm just an enthusiastic drinker. <laughs> I was going to mention that you put up that thing about Harrison. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Harrison is her four-year-old son. So. Oh, oh, well, that puts that into a lot of context. <laughs> oh. I love he looked that. cool. Actually, it's my 18-year-old, though, that, that I've had to 
comment on the language more than my little ones. My my boy child is hilarious. He's 10 years old and he's very sensitive to language. So he calls other people out on it, but he also picks other words that aren't necessarily bad words and we'll call them like the S word and be all all up in arms when somebody says it. And I'm like, which S word are we talking about? Who said what now? <laughs> So somebody says the word stupid or shut up. That's also, in his mind, the S word. So many S words. Well, I wasn't a particularly competent parent, so I tried to get my children to curse because I thought it was hilarious. For me, it's all about context. If it's used appropriately, I can let it slide. But if it's just, you know, tossed out as part of regular conversation, it's like, all right, come on now. Well, this one wasn't cursing, but my um my practice wife her her mom uh was real religious and would give us these uh vhs tapes of animated christian stories like veggie tales or, or worse yeah that's what i'm picturing well too. it was before then and they were really bad and super cheap like she'd get them at a dollar store oh, and, yeah. Generic and although in those days it was a nickel store because right. this was anyway but she we said, you know, we're not sure what we're doing about religion with the kids, but can you just not do that? And she wouldn't stop. So one day she was going to take uh, our oldest for the weekend, and I taught her to sing, uh, I love Satan, the devil is my friend. And <laughs> and so my practice wife and I are laughing as she's doing it. And she's just standing on the couch, holding the back of the couch jumping up and down and encouraged by our laughter. Eventually I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard because she's just over and over screaming this. And long story short, I won. We never got another animated video, you know, from my ex-mother-in-law. I love that. <laughs> Way to All just lean winning. right into it there to, yeah. to force your hand. I love that. Yeah. Don't cross me. about that. I have to think about doing something like that. Oh, we got a comment about the practice wife. Practice wife, training wife, my my first wife. Yes. I now am married to my forever wife. It used to just be current wife, but for PR reasons, I have switched it to forever wife for now. Okay. All right. Yeah. We, might it was have to only, dive in. we were only married 15 years, so it was kind of a fling. That's a lot of practice. Practice makes perfect. I don't know. I, I think I'm better <laughs> at being married now. I was not so great then. Okay. Yeah. All right. The first right, wife did. Over. She did smarten you up a bit. I mean. Uh... Well, really, it was the after action report, um, you know, where where I analyzed the the failures of the marriage and, and uh, you know, came up with my action plan for. <laughs> Is there uh, like after and, action reports like uh you know after specific actions or <laughs> well just after combat you know you you have an after action report and and you know there was a divorce i mean it was it was a very friendly pleasant divorce but it was still a divorce and you know i mean we didn't get divorced because it was awesome apparently i mean i was surprised when she left but she apparently did not think it was awesome. <laughs> so, were we so not she, reading you know, the the after action reports closely enough well, no, there was only one after she left. I was like, oh, I really want to do better in my next marriage or marriages and, uh, you know, live and learn. I wanted to to be better. And so far, this one hasn't divorced me. So, you know. hey, knock on wood. Good yeah, job. Keep up the good work. 
I tried to find somebody who wasn't a quitter. Ah, <laughs> smart. That was my first question. Hi, I'm Ron. Are you a big quitter? And then <clears throat> I just move on. That was after you told them you were a Scorpio alcoholic, all the, the dating profile. List. I kept the alcohol part a secret. Oh, good. good. <laughs> yeah, As a know. Scorpio would. Doy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Let's uh, jump over before we get too deep into the weeds here. And uh, Robin, you've never been on the show. So nope. introduce yourself. Tell us about you and your writing. Uh, hi, uh, Robin Burchette. I go by RJ since my initials are R and J, seems appropriate. <clears throat> um, also, I thought Robin sounded like a feminine name, even though I chose it when I was an adult. So who knows? You know, I'm a, I'm a man of mystery. Uh, other than that, a I write humor. A feminine man of mystery. Yeah. 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 Uh, I write humor in, primarily in science fiction, and uh, Ron and I have a book coming out. And, uh, couple of months here and uh well well do tell or or don't spoil too much but give us an idea of what this new book that you guys wrote together is well when did we crack it open when did we start working on it about 35 years ago was it well, like 30 <laughs> years ago 30 yeah. years ago well what happened was we i had a poker game i mean we were teenagers uh you know the first place i lived after i moved out of my parents house and Almost every Friday, we would have a poker game and, you know, beer, cigars in this dump apartment I had. And um, there were no um, cell phones back then. And so right. everybody so canceled. Everybody canceled except for Robin. And I couldn't get a hold of him. So he showed up and it was just him and me. We couldn't really play poker. So I was like, hey, I've been reading this book by Harlan Ellison, Partners in Wonder. And... The idea of collaborating would be fun. Why don't we Why don't we write a story instead? Because we had done some writing together before. I'm in high school, and and then it just got out of hand. Well, we'll just do a short story, and then. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, one of us would write for a bit, and the other one would like go make some food, and then they'd come back, and whoever was writing would be like, "Well, I got it this far, but now I'm stumped." And the next person would say, "Well." Oh, well, I know what could happen here. See, I remember it differently. It was this was the days of typewriters. We didn't have a computer at the time. Not long after the first draft was done, Robin got a Mac. But um, I had an electric typewriter, and yeah. we would type a page, and the other guy would literally sit there. The one person would write it, pull it out, give it to him. They'd read it, and then they'd write the next page. And for the majority of the book, that's what I remember because that was one of the ways that Harlan Ellison did it. Because after every short story in this book anthology he had, he would talk about how he and the co-author wrote it. And that one seemed the most interesting, although they were trying to write each other into a corner. And we weren't trying to do that. At least I wasn't. Robin. Now that sounds like fun. Um, but it was, I mean, you didn't know what you were going to be handed. And then you just keep going. Um, it was very, it was very fun. I had a great time. It sounds like the, the improv game of yes and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or a question game, more like the question game, right? Where you where you have to say everything in a question. Okay. And you try so... to get the person. You try to get the person to not to say a question, basically. So then the the question that we have to ask is why did it take so long to come to fruition? We just forgot about it. <laughs> why? Well, I expected you to make up a story here. You're like, nah, we just forgot. 
tabled it for how many years? You know, like a like a, a fine wine. We let it age. Okay, yeah. and then so we'll what see brought how it back into uh, into the spotlight? What made you decide yeah. to jump on it now? Well, we started talking again. We hadn't spoken in, in years. Um, and I looked him up and we started talking and, uh, in the interim, we had both written some stuff. Um, and you know, I mean, we already had those other books. Why not put this book out? And, and I still love it. I mean, I think it's funny. Robin is very smart, very funny. It's true. And <laughs> I think the book is a lot of fun. I very much... It had been so long since I had read it. When I read the the latest draft, I was like, "Ooh, nice!" You know, "Ooh, I like it." That is uh, not we the response I get when I look back at stuff I've written years ago. It's like, "Ooh, jeez, the hell was I thinking?" <laughs> well, I'm easy to impress. Oh, uh, okay. I'm, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I look for the nearest fire is what I look for, so I can throw it in there. Oh, you guys are tough on yourselves. I'm like. It's like with cooking. If I make it, I'm like cutting myself all sorts of slack. Oh, this is fine. Okay. You know, this is really good. This is the best. I think we should all adopt ever. a little of that. It'd probably be better for our psyche if we were a little nicer yeah. to ourselves. And Joe doesn't agree. Yeah. No. Not when it comes to words. No. Words no. come and go. Okay. All right. All right. So you, you find the manuscript. You start talking to each other again. And now it's just go time, right? You guys have decided yeah, it, this is going to become an point, actual book. It's just formatting and, and uh, you know, final edits. And then, I mean, we have to write the back matter. That's about it. <laughs> and the front matter. Let's not underestimate the, the importance of the front matter. Yeah, we have the middle matter all yeah, taken care of. That's that's locked up. And then, then I'm hoping it'll turn into like a 25-book series. Nice. Okay. Hope. All right. Well, give us a, a premise here. What are we? What are we looking at, genre-wise, theme-wise? Uh, humorous science fiction. Uh, I think zany. It's not quite slapstick, but there are elements of uh, goofiness. Goofiness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's definitely not, uh, not taking itself too seriously. Yeah. I, I I like hard science, but I am not a scientist, and this is not. Uh, hard techie science fiction there will be no oh yeah <laughs> yeah emphasis on the fiction not the science yeah. um uh, oh yeah <laughs> yes yes it I, I mean in my opinion enjoyably so but um yeah i could i know there are people who very much pick apart the science of every science fiction book that they read those people should not read our book if they right. want to be happy um, okay. because it, so is, less, it is not they're not our target audience Robert Heinlein with Star Wars or them. more what, what are more we thinking space in balls. terms of Spaceballs oh <laughs> Except beautiful it's not parody, spaceballs. beautiful, yeah. beautiful. But the, okay. the sentiment yeah the, the, the feeling is, is definitely that I mean it's called you get what you steal uh, it involves you know galactic crime and I don't know what. Uh, I like. I mean, yeah, I hate to give anything away. Your uh, you're like not giving away too many details. You're you're making sure that everybody is teased enough so that if they want to find out more. They the must book. get it. It's and they true. take actions. And they say <laughs> uh, we're gonna need Ron. We're gonna need an elevator speech. 
Yeah, like, true. It just enough, but not hilarity too much. ensues. I want hilarity that in the ensues. elevator speech. Um, yeah, I mean, like the vast majority of my books, one of the characters is a thief because I'm pro thief, apparently. <laughs> I mean, the main character of my fantasy trilogy, a thief. It's, I don't know how it happened, but apparently, thematically, that, that's where I'm at. Possession's nine-tenths of the law, okay. Even though I'm against thievery in general. I think you put a little of yourself into your writing, so there's that secret side of you that's like, I really do want to steal things. But you get away with it in fiction. So you you you, you give yourself the feeling of doing the, the, the naughty deeds through writing, so you don't actually do them in the real world. Well, I definitely have never killed anybody, and there is that in the books. People do get killed. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, legally. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, the, although when I met my forever wife, Laura, um, she thought I was, I had no sense of humor until I told her, she was like, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, I'm going to go to the railroad tracks and... Uh, beat up hobos and <laughs> that was the first time up until i said that she thought i had no sense we were like wow i don't know how how that could be because that's all i have she know, must have assumed you were insane given the <laughs> yeah, just said. an idiot well that guy's <laughs> right. a moron yeah that was probably it and yet she, she said, stuck around though so there was something that intrigued her well maybe maybe he's kind of tall right that's probably yeah. it. Oh, I hear women she's, like that. She's super short and with tiny T-Rex arms, so I can get shit from oh, the upper shelf. shelves. It's true. Um, so that's good. <laughs> I told you guys Robin was smart. Mm -hmm. yeah. Tall people do have their utility. That that oh, is yeah. very true. And and as a short person, I, I definitely appreciate when somebody can reach that top shelf so I don't have to climb up there myself. We own so many step stools. You have step to ladder. when you're short. Yeah. Everybody puts things up so high. I don't know why. Which for me, I can't even see things that are lower down anywhere. I have to get her. But there's the balance. Down here. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we there's work well together. <laughs> All right. So speaking of working well together, not you and your wife, but you and your writing partner now, what else are you guys working on together? The other 24 books of the series. Other 24 books. Now, how many years is that going to take kidding. to put out, though? Well, there's so... I mean, really, we just... We just spit the crap out. So probably, what, like six months? <laughs> no. I was going to say, uh, many you know, years. The, the first one took how many years? Well, if the, took one, the first one took 30-plus years, then... But the first one lays the foundation, right? You can just play off right. of that. Right. The sequels it's will all just be pale it's imitations. <laughs> I like that it's in, in response to the tall comment because you can't see anything right below you. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, need that I would camera love to, to show have, you what's there. I would love to have cameras that show me what's behind me all the time. Yeah. That, that truck is knees. cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You wouldn't have to crouch anymore? To A lot of the times I just lay on the floor and I roll around so I can see things. It's, it's awful. It's not an effective way of moving around, though. I don't know what else to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, you and your partner, you have the yin and yang. You get the tall stuff, she gets the short yeah. stuff. It's all good. 
If only I could convince her to stay by my side 24 hours a day. Yeah. I think uh, I think Katie's intention. I think Katie's intention was to for you to guys to talk about the other thing you're doing. What? That's not writing. That's oh, Robin should have answered. All right. Well, we do have one other project. Uh, uh, we are starting a game show that we are calling Indie Mayhem, and it will have similar people to the ones that would be on a show such as this. But we're also going to broaden it out to. Uh, musicians and people making film and people making graphic novels and other sorts of independent creative crafts um, and do it as a game show format so that it will be lively and fun and we can uh, have witty banter. I, I heard I heard you guys got the blessing from an awesome, awesome person to do this show and on an awesome, awesome place. I mean... Uh, I, I heard that. I, I, you know, I'm not sure about that rumor. Doesn't can you confirm, confirm or deny that for me? I don't know. Okay, yes, <laughs> yes, we did. I, I, well, God, we were doing, um, I assume a, a this week in Indies, and afterwards mm -hmm. I was messaging, you know, um, Joe of, hey, you know, I'm thinking I want to do some sort of show. Um, what do you think? And he's like, yes, that's a great idea. And then. We decided I would do it on the the Go Indie Now channel umbrella umbrella of channels, and uh, then network. You can it. call it a network. Yeah. Oh, network. There you go. Thank you. And and I was like, what what do I want to do? I mean, you know, there's a lot of shows on there, and I wanted to do something different that I would really enjoy, uh, that would be fun, and uh, so I came up with game show. And Joe liked that idea. And then I thought I need to do it somewhere where there's better internet than I have. So I immediately thought of Robin. Um, if you see the clarity of my image here, you can tell I have. There, there is a distinct it difference. Does. Yes. I, much know, better. In the well, I, I am clearer also, but uh, <laughs> Ron's kind of pixelated in real life. Ugh, I am getting doughy in my old age. That is for sure. Uh, ha being obsessed with food has one negative effect of the weight. You don't got to tell me. But, <laughs> tell me. But living in the country is great for growing food and, and having animals and all sorts of great things in the space to do whatever you want. Uh, mm -hmm. But the population density is not high enough for any of the real, you know, high-speed internet people to run that last mile. I mean, we have some about a half a mile away where there's a housing development, but they're they're not interested and have no plans ever to extend it to where where I live. So, so, yeah. So, I have to just maintain my relationship with Robin. Where, where, where's the law residence again? Okay, we've got to make sure that we make a nice right or left, you know, and <laughs> stay away from that corner of the world. There's like, right there. yeah, in the area we live, a there's a really long cable and run it down to the. <laughs> I just need to get rich enough that I can pay for it, no matter what. Just run fiber to my house, and or have a know, blimp whatever. just kind of hover over wherever you are. And uh... yeah, that'd be great. I do have one neighbor that has the the SpaceX stuff, and he thinks mm. that's great when it's working. And I'm like, well, that's not really what I want. I would like yeah. reliability as well. <laughs> All right, so tell us the show. When is it going to start? And do you guys have some 
uh, kind of a, a sample idea of of what it's going to look like? Well, I we hope to premiere in the end of March. Um, okay. So very soon. Yeah, we've been lining up sponsors and contestants and writing questions. I mean, there'll be three sections of questions uh, um, focusing on, there's one that, that's about creators. So the creative process about, you know, books, movies, and, and music, and, and the artists who've created them, you know, popular stuff. The second one is the indie mayhem part where the questions can be about anything, and many of them are tough to answer correctly. I don't I don't want to give it <laughs> or, away or anyway. Incorrectly. Yeah, because because apparently writing enough questions for a, a season of game show is ridiculously hard. There are <laughs> so so we can't afford to spare a single one. I have to ruin a single one. And then the third one will be a lightning round where they're very short answers. And of course part of the goal is to get everybody a chance, all the creators a chance to promote their work. But in a way that attracts people who are not necessarily currently fans of these people, you know, expand the audience and reach out to people, I mean, to an audience of everyone, you know, because we okay. just want people who, who like to laugh and have fun and be entertained. And um, I mean, they have to speak English, really, to get it, I think. Or it could be translated. It could be. It's not going to be at first. I don't think. No, but isn't that just all automatic now? It's like I don't know. I could do really, really bad translation of, of French or Spanish. Well, that ruin that ruins my idea for the Mexico field trip season. So I guess oh, we'll have to we'll have to do we'll have to do that another time. Maybe we'll maybe maybe like see that'll be like season ten. We'll, well we're gonna get a green screen, and so it should be easy peasy field trip where where you want to be. <laughs> I like that. With a push of a button, poof, yep. new location. All right, so I've got to ask, though, what happens? Is there a penalty for answering questions incorrectly? Well, the winner of the show, we're going to have sponsors, and the winners will receive uh, usually digital versions of a book or a movie or music or something by some of our sponsors, and the losers will, will get our book. <laughs> yeah, screw those guys. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. That's that'll, creative. That'll teach them to not make an effort. And so, yeah, so yes, um, that is very true. Um, and we're doing at at Joe's idea actually was to you know have it so there'll be nine shows originally, and then the winners of those nine shows will then participate in three semifinal shows. Face off. And then yeah. the winners of those three will then compete for the ultimate prize which right now what we're considering is that if you're a filmmaker i get to be in every one of your projects from now on if you are a musician i will be in your band uh and if you are a writer i will i will help you with all of your writing well sounds like, sounds like sounds like rj gets the the short end of the stick here what does rj get for for uh, the winner then i for get the, the uh I, I i get the, the money uh, are you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. so however much money Ron makes for the person, uh, I get that. So. Wow, that's some really good incentives, guys. We haven't, I mean, we I haven't I worked out the grand prize. Everyone yet. jumping for that. Yeah. <laughs> that that we're still working it out. 
Awesome. Okay. And maybe and I bake them it, something, you know. It's starting in March, correct? Yes. Uh, end, end of March. March. Yes. Okay. End of March. So is this going to be a weekly, a bi weekly? A weekly. So it's going to be nine weeks, you said, running weekly? That's a well, pretty good one. It'll be 13. Run. It'll be 13. Or 14. And I, I oh, want to do a 14th episodes. one where, you know, the, the competition part is 13 episodes. But I want to do an extra one where Robin and I are also the three contestants in various <laughs> costumes. And it's an entirely scripted show. Oh, that, why'd you um, why'd you give that one away? That one's gonna that was gonna be a well, big like. I want to do surprise. it in every season, so I mean it's kind of you know kind of gonna. <laughs> that sounds like such a fun out. idea. March but, March twenty eighth, they'll they'll air on on Mondays. So that's that's. And it'll be planning. live for people to watch, or it'll be recorded no. for okay. Okay. No, because uh, we want to edit out all the dumb things people say. You know. <laughs> What you wish you could do. We they want to make they, they want to make they want to make themselves look really really good. And... Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, but there are you know we want to yeah. do some things to make it more fun to watch. That I mean, if we're focusing on hosting, it's hard to do some of the things we would like to see in the show. So we're gonna do like what what you know big network game shows do: record a whole bunch. You know, on one day, and then spend the time in post, you know, editing and 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 also that'll give us a chance we can record a little longer and then cut out some of the boring stuff. Oh yeah, oh and, yeah. Um, make Please a nice. Please tell me you have sound effects too. Well, of course we will. You, I wasn't going to say anything. Thank you. But <laughs> sorry, I, I go in for all that goofy shit. I love sound effects, so. <laughs> so do we. I mean, you, you know. Okay, let's let's make a moratorium right now that everything that Katie suggests you do not have to put in the show. You know, right? I know, <laughs> I know. It's 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 customary to to appease the host of the show, but let's. We're very let's accommodating. Not... Yeah, anything you want, Katie. That's uh, yeah. Yes. Ron you promised me that before we started. Yeah, whatever. Well, he said, "What's her name?" But he meant yeah, you. I did. I answered many <laughs> names. <laughs> I have a. Notoriously bad memory for people, both faces and names. And so my, my wife normally will tell me, this is that person, you know, when we go anywhere. But today at lunch, so my my family were big uh, Gonzaga basketball supporters. So there was the last home game for the Gonzaga women's basketball team today. And we, our group of season ticket holders had a, a lunch get together at a local Gonzaga bar before we went and there was a couple there and the organizer of this event's name is pam and she's like hey ron do you do you know these guys and she looked at them do you know ron and none of us knew now they were like 80 years old i just suck at remembering so i'm like hey great to see you again or meet you whatever whatever the case is because i i honestly have no idea if i've ever met them but it's only because i don't care for people in general and think they are worthless yeah, fair enough. That's not going to be in the intro to Indie Mayhem, though. But but it's still true. <laughs> no offense to you guys. You guys are great. I really like and value you guys. You got to get open with that for sure. But all the people Seriously, who yeah. aren't here in front of me right now, fuck them. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see this first episode. 
<laughs> just the from the personalities that I'm getting right now, I just I cannot wait to see how you guys pull this together. It's going to be hilarious. Thank you. I that's the goal, right, Robin? Hilarious? That is. That is yeah. in fact. At first we were like mildly funny, but then we changed it to hilarious. Yeah, yeah, we thought at first good call. We had a lot of meetings. Well, that was yeah, that was my that was my first executive note was it's got to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, mildly Mildly funny. That's dumb. Make it hilarious. <laughs> Why would I put on something that's mildly funny? Uh, so I don't know. 24 hours a day. That's seven days a week. That's a lot of content that you need. You, you remember that game we played, Joe, in, uh, in um, our, our trip in October, where it was the, the plot and playing the director mm -hmm. and, and the random cards of wackiness that you throw out? Mm -hmm. It's kind of what I'm imagining y'all's meeting was like. <laughs> no, not really. No, I just said, uh huh. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, no, uh huh. That sounds good. That's true. No, no. Just, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Can you add some nuns? Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We need more explosions. Exploding nuns. See? He's well, on then board. we're kind of getting into politics. <laughs> true. <laughs> Katie broke her own rule. Yeah. <laughs> I was discussing a game. <laughs> no game to the to some, to some people it is a game politics <laughs> is a game oh not oh to the all right all right Good hard point, left hard Robert. left back onto the funny stuff so have you so done anyway, any of the recording what have you done any of the recording <laughs> of the episode since obviously you're pre-recording these and editing no. will take time no no uh <gasps> i want to do that very soon we want to do a pilot and and you know really um really evaluate uh how it went and so we're only going to do one the first the first time and then we'll start doing them in batches uh to try and get them lined up so we can spend the time afterwards with the sound effects and the, the other you know indignities we will visit upon the contestants and continuity if we can you know shoot three of them in a saturday block it out and then sit down and piece it all together once you've found that boing, you want to make use of that. You don't want to have to find that again. So Indeed. And who's handling the editing on this? We we yeah. are. We are. I got the software and the yeah. internet connection. Okay. But I haven't learned to use the software. So but um, I'm, you know. I would say I'm more moral support and which, which like software getting are you drinks. Using? I got the Creative Cloud, the Adobe. Okay. Okay. Uh, that can be quite the learning curve. That was my first impression. There's like 97 different sub apps in there. And mm -hmm. you start watching the YouTube tutorials and they're like, well, this one is uh, obsolete now. Nobody uses this. But uh, yeah, I have experience with the Creative Suite, um, the Adobe Creative Suite from like 10 years ago. So oh, I feel like I'm going to be real helpful. Oh, as do I. Yeah, Premiere is not my friend. I'm not a big fan of OW Premiere, to be honest. With so, you. so yeah. So the show is going to be awful. Just, just bad. <laughs> that that was uh, you know when you over, you know you over um, over -promise. promise something and and you think you can actually do it and then you actually you see the reality of it. I did that with a, a client of mine once. They wanted me to cut some real quick videos. Thought, ah, I can do this. How hard could I that think, be? Uh, I, I downloaded DaVinci. It was free. I liked it. Software is supposed to be easy to use. 
13 hours later as I'm screaming at my computer and banging my head against the desk going, why did I, why did I agree to this? Yeah, that's what we want. So good luck with that. Good luck with that. Thank you. And you know who ended up editing her videos? Shut up. I feel like I do now. And of course we do have, you know, a resource, uh, you know, Joe, Joe has offered to help us. We, we want to do as much as possible because I know the load on him from all the shows is just ridiculous. And, and you know, I mean, we, we want to get to a point where it's not such a big deal. I know it's going to be unpleasant at first, but um, I just the, the, the ability to make it exactly the way we want it without, you know, all the back and, and forth that would go if a, if a third party, even Joe was trying to do stuff, you know, I mean, I don't think it's very feasible for the long term. Um, yeah, no, I'm not, uh, I, I my wish plan is to touch it as little as possible. So yeah, I wish one of Robin's children or one of our spouses, we could order them to do it, but oh, that would so be far nice. they have, they have not agreed to anything. Yeah. Yeah, they've not they've not stepped up the challenge. Disappointing. That's and and just so you know that's coming out of your end. I'm not paying for that. So I feel like Boss they pay spoken. already just Oof. being married to us and being our children. <laughs> so, I'm not giving them any. I, I agree with doing the the creative stuff and the editing yourself because you have the vision. You know what you want it to look like. And even when you hand it off to somebody else with, with clear ideas of what it should look like, it never matches your exacting vision. So there'll be a learning curve for sure this first season. But I, I think from at least what you said, the premise sounds hilarious. I think the personalities will definitely shine in this kind of an environment. And as long as you get the editing right, it'll it'll really look good. And we wanted that creative control. I mean, we had Pat Sajak lined up, but he was starting to put his stamp on it, as he called it. Oh, and we just, the ego. Yeah. So we, we, we cut him loose. You know. Turns out he's a real dick. He, he seems so nice on TV. But. Yeah, he stole several things from my house, just like silverware and stuff. He was just pocketing them. So. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. All right, well, I don't I'm even watch Wheel of Fortune anymore. I can't. Is it still on? <laughs> yeah, five like days a week. <laughs> Whenever about, I'm in a hotel room, right? I see it. So, is is the Price is Right still on too? It is. It Drew is. Carey is the host. Wow, it's been forever since I watched any of those. But those were like growing up. Anytime you were sick, you stayed right. home from school. You were watching The Price is Right. That was it. Well. So uh, my wife and I sold our house and we moved uh, in with my parents to help take care of my mother who has Alzheimer's. And they still watch Jeopardy every day. Uh, that's the game, one game show they watch. And I don't know if that affected this coming to mind, but you know, I hadn't watched a game show in a long time. And it is so easy to get sucked into Jeopardy um, <laughs> for me. I mean, my dad's having a great time. My mom with the Alzheimer's is not very good uh, at it because, you know, it affects the memory. And that's a memory game. But so, but my dad and I are nice. When we win, we don't rub her nose in it. Yeah. Even I, though we uh, could because she would forget the next day. You know? yeah. I, com I competed with my father growing up, and uh, the day I beat him is the day I retired. Oh, I said, 
I beat him. I said, I, I'm, I'm going out on top. I'm done. And I haven't watched another, another episode since. So. I did, I did a, something similar with chess. My dad was teaching me chess. And the day that I beat him for the first time, I was such a dick about it that he never <laughs> played again. I mean, I was a little was, kid. You know, I was very excited. Yeah, that was my brother. I'm not a good winner. That was my brother in basketball because my brother grew tall like my dad. I, I got my mom's jeans, so I was short. So when my brother grew taller than me, he really wanted to play me in basketball because I used to destroy him in basketball. Right. Oh. And, and yeah, he would. He was so excited to play me, and I. I almost even came back on him when he won it. Won the won his first time against me, but he was so like he was running through the house. I just beat Joe. I just beat Joe. Fuck him. I won. He's an asshole. You know, and he fouled me all the time, but I still won. And you know, he was. It was. It was my brother's way, and I wanted so badly to play him again because, like that shit doesn't stay good with me. So let's go again. And, and he never would play me again. So <laughs> oh, genius. I'm sensing evil a, genius a, a, a theme here. Yeah. The Comptons have, you know, the moral dilemma of when we win, because we do it so rarely, you know, especially the yeah, Compton children in. right there. Yeah. Quit. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Oh. Retire on top. No, it's not quitting. It's retiring. We're uh -huh. retiring on top. You know, there's a there's the a subtle line difference. sounds like no 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 I would still call it quitting but you call no. it whatever you need to I will thank whatever you whatever keeps the ego happy <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized and then I realized how stupid games really were but you know I'm I'm just I have grown out of the competitive nature of being like myself being competitive I mean mm. but. Yeah, we we foster whatever. competitive nature in our, our family, not not intentionally, but uh, one of the things that I, I did with my kids, and I still do it with them, is every night before bed, we have our sit down time to play games. So all day long, we're all out doing our own things. They have school, whatever. We take about you know an hour or so at the end of the day just to sit down and, and do something that's not screen time, that's family time, but that's enjoyable. So rather than you know sitting and talking, we play games. And they're usually fast-paced games because I have table flippers for children. So we don't play anything <laughs> long-winded, no monopolies, anything like that. But the games have, have slowly morphed into these very competitive, fast-paced games <laughs> where we are very aggressive <laughs> about trying to win. And one of the games my kids got this year for uh, for Christmas, you're, you're slapping the cards down. And as one card comes out, it, if it's a specific card, you have to do an action and then slap the card down. And we've got injuries now from how fast people are <laughs> slapping and swatting these cars. But they still well, love it. They still request to play the game, no matter how many injuries they get. That's a so good game. That's me a good game and there. one of my brothers, my, my parents, we were not good winners. And so when I had kids, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to make sure my kids are good winners and good losers. We were bad at both of them in my generation and my parents. So, so... I would not let my kids win. Uh, they had to earn a win. And and at the end, when if they were upset, I'm like, look, it doesn't matter who won or lost, which was really easy for me to say because mm -hmm. I won. You won, yeah. But I'm like, yeah. it's about spending time with your family. <laughs> and uh, 
man, did they hate hearing that. And they are super <laughs> sweet kids. But one of my, my oldest daughter, went, we went to a friend's birthday party and, and a friend of hers. And so this girl was, you know, like five years old. And her dad was this gigantic, muscular cop. And he was letting her win at, at air hockey. And my daughter's like, man, that girl is so good at air hockey. I'm like, no, <laughs> she, she sucks shit. Her dad is letting her win. Look at that guy. I mean, you know. So, and, and my daughter just, people, you can do that? You could let me win? No, no, I can't. No. No, that is not a thing in our family. Cops are liars. So that is why. <laughs> Damn, we're all just breaking it down tonight. A teacher lie. I, well, I, yeah. So my kids are real messed up. I'm, that's all. <laughs> We're the same. And, and when one kid is complaining about losing, the other one's usually taunting them about, you know, get better. You suck. <laughs> I have one son who is really good at games. Like, we'll just, just win, like, almost every game. And uh, my wife and I recently picked up dominoes and we're like, we've never played dominoes in years let's learn the rules let's you know play a proper game we're like oh i hope parker doesn't see us because later he came up the stairs and walked past us and he said you know dominoes is solved meaning there's one strategy to use and you can win every time there's there's this game is not interesting let me tell you the strategy that will win every time (laughs) no could you just not tell us we're just sitting here chatting and playing (laughs) we don't we don't need to know don't reduce it to tic-tac-toe for us, please. Oh. <laughs> the, fun, the fun thing for me about games is, like, is 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 talking about it. Like, what move did you do here? What, you know, things. I love I love that analysis. I'm an analysis guy. I like stats. I just, like, so I like talking about why they came about, you know. Like, I play I played cribbage with my, my uh, ex-father-in-law and my, uh, and my ex-grandmother. And, uh we would play cribbage and we would talk about those hands and the things that why it happened and because cribbage is such a luck game there's not right. really strategy that that you can you can employ a strategy but it's really luck it's really a lot of luck so we would talk about how we went on this run and everything like that and i always that's what i love about games uh, you know i love i love the analysis afterwards i'm always well, at this been that point, way i like the drinking you know, like party games. That too. It doesn't yeah, matter. You're just that. really there to hang out, drink. That's you hit it right there. That's the best one. Right We've there. got one game where the intent of the game is to bluff your opponents to steal their money, and that one is a family. I played thing. that game. Yeah, because, I played that game. Especially with is the little poker? ones, my two, my two littler ones. No, it's close. When, though. when they actually get away with the bluff, they can't help but tell you about it right afterwards. Right, because there's a so proud face. <laughs> Really wiggling. <laughs> it's almost fun to let them bluff you because they're so enthusiastic and they're so in your face about it. They sound very smart. Oh, they're they're wonderful children. They will rule the world one day, and and especially with my youngest, you had I all better be on her good side when that happens. Trust me, trust me. We're all going to be ruled by Zoe. So we, we all need to be be very, very, we need to tiptoe around her. And, and if you need proof, check my Facebook page because she had belt testing last night in her MMA class and I posted most of her, her sparring matches. <laughs> <laughs> She's already then, kicking ass at eight years old. <laughs> dang. In pink gloves, big pink gloves. 
Yes, in, in beautiful big pink gloves, which is the most ridiculous thing ever when you see somebody coming at you with pink sparring gear. <laughs> it's kind of a brilliant strategy. It is. You know, I agree. You should be better to put like sparkles and shit on it, glitter and uh, you know, she would probably <laughs> unicorn cutouts and rainbows and, right. and some lead in those gloves. So that, yeah. you know, oh, she doesn't need the lead. Oh no. She's got a no. mean right cross. Holy she's got hell. she's got thunder and lightning right here. She doesn't need the lead. Okay. Like throughout we the, need whole the practicing lead, sessions, they always kind of, you know, faux punch and they're, you know, doing light taps. And they'd been told belt testing is full force. You're going to get in there and you're going to actually fight because that's what qualifies you is not whether you win or lose the fight, but whether you actually showed up and used the skill. Right. And so I'm used to seeing her, you know, light touch, light tap, play around. Ha ha ha. No, she came out punching. <laughs> she, there was one, at one point the, the um, instructor had them starting with her in a submission pose. She was on the ground with somebody on top of her. And she asks, I kid you not. She goes, so when do I get to start punching? And he said, if you can get up, you can start punching. Two seconds, two seconds to have it on video. She throws the kid over, backs up, and she's got her fists ready. I'm like, oh, my God, where did this kid come from? <laughs> so, yes, she will rule the world one day. I'm afraid to make any comments about her. <laughs> it will find you. Now, get on Punch you with right now. I already feel like I need to avoid Las Vegas. <laughs> Well, there's other reasons to avoid Las Vegas, not just Zoe. But, <laughs> but yeah, anyway. it, it's fun when they play the games, though, and it, especially the little ones, because when they can rub it in your face, it's hilarious. Great. And with that lulling conversation. <laughs> I was just thinking this really made me want to defeat my children at some games. Right now. Good. I'm glad I inspired you to defeat your children. Yeah. I need to remind them who's the boss. That's right. Who's on top? Who's in charge? Well, it's like the, what the, the old tribal influences. If you can no longer lead the pack, then step aside. The next one's going to come up there. So you have to prove that you're still able to, you know, lead the pack. Agreed. <laughs> I like how intense he is right there. Yeah, I just hope they're not watching right now, so they're completely surprised when I attack them. Oh, <laughs> Very good strategy. Yeah, but it is live, so there is a chance that if you told them, they would be watching. Well, I, I, uh, I do tend to do better in competitions where the other people don't know we are competing. That, it, that it's a competition, like, like racing. <laughs> you know, when I'm driving, I'm like, yeah. I kicked that guy's ass and. He didn't know we, we were racing, or, or that old lady, or whoever it was, you know. Right. But I still feel pretty good that my four-cylinder, you know, Outback defeated them. <laughs> yes. Surprise is my greatest weapon. <laughs> maybe maybe my only weapon. <laughs> my, Python now. my only quality <laughs> weapon. So. Well, I, I cannot wait to see this game show come out. I'll be anticipating it the end of March and uh, we'll probably have to have you come back on after you've done your season and kind of let us know how it went, The especially the editing, how hard that was to, to get correct and what and things you enjoyed about it. 
Definitely. I would love that. All Rob, right. Well, Robin, since we are at the that? last. Oh, go ahead. Robin, would you love that? I would love that too. Yes. Oh, we would both yeah. love that. There yeah, you go. And, I, and I, I promise I won't co-host that, that game, so you guys can you guys can say freely what you really want to we'll say about to talk me. talk about Joe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, as long as we can talk about Joe, we will come back. Just We'll send him <laughs> the wrong link. Tell him it's a different day. There you go. There you go. And All then right, we can talk about how last... he didn't show up. You know. What? <laughs> so we send him the wrong link. We'll talk oh, about yeah, how yeah, he yeah. didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Don't worry, I'll cover yep. for you. Thank you. It wouldn't be the first time she sent me the wrong link. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Speaking of links, let everyone know where they can find you guys. That way, uh, before the show airs, they can find out about your books and uh, find out how to, to stalk you online and become your next biggest fan. Well, uh, my website... Cathaldi.com. My, my fantasy trilogy is the Cathaldi Chronicles, and the website is Cathaldi.com. And that is all my social media stuff, my cell phone number, my PIN number, uh, all that stuff is on my website um, and links to all my books. So there. And we'll make sure that's in the show notes below. So if you're watching this later on YouTube, you'll be able to uh, just find the link right there. Robin, how about you? Um, I don't currently have a website up. I do have a book that you can find on Amazon. I'll hold this up to the camera there. Ooh. This uh, Smart Dad, Dumb Dad. It's a parody. See, my, my camera goes back. Everything moves left to right the wrong direction. Know, so it's, it's all backwards. It's all very confusing for me. But uh, You hold it up right side up, though. You know, I've been I've been I've been learning that skill. Uh, that's a parody of a Robert Kiyosaki book, the Rich Dad Poor Dad series of mm. book and book byproducts. So that is currently available on Amazon. If you just go to Amazon and search "Smart Dad, Dumb Dad," it will show up as a a physical book that uh, you know you can hold in your hand, which I'm old enough to to still like. So we'll make sure to put that link in our show notes below as well, so they can easily find your work. And Joe. Mm -hmm. Fill us in. What's going on? With <laughs> now, with your writing, where people can find you. Come on now, keep up, keep up. Well, you know, I'm still smarting from Anita's comment there, but um, you know, uh, but uh, that being said, yeah, YouTube.com/slash/GoIndy now. That's where you're going to find the Indie Mayhem show. Uh, actually, it'll broadcast on all of our. So we have Twitch TV slash GoIndy now. We have Facebook dot com slash go indie now uh, instagram uh we'll we'll post some clips there on instagram and tiktok which is go indie now so just search go indie now you'll find well they're all just slash go indie now except for twitter because that bastard is still holding go indie now's name hostage for and he wants now he wants thirty five hundred dollars not two thousand <laughs> wow. uh but uh wow. yeah on twitter my name is joe dream 73 but it's joe compton slash go indie now twitter account which I kind of, I actually kind of like it because then I can just be Joe on a lot of on that on, on that aspect of it, and nobody likes Twitter anyway, so who gives a shit? But uh, but uh, yeah, so that's that's where you can find all of our stuff. And tune in tomorrow, everybody, everybody who's here who's going to watch this. If you watch this uh, before tomorrow morning uh, at noon Eastern time. Uh, the person that's in the chat right now, Miss Maddie DeGraff, uh, is hosting.
This Week in Indies, and the, the gentleman below me is actually one of the guests on the show, Mr. Ron Lar. Um, so uh, we're real excited about that. She's going to be talking about self-care for authors. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a really, really great topic. She's got a really great show lined up. And I'm um, real excited to have her host. Um, and, uh, yeah, it will be a really great show. That, that'll happen on Sunday at noon. And then we've got other things planned. Uh, we're going to be starting our spring season here pretty soon, which has also another person in the chat, Miss Anita Stewart's last uh, few episodes of when uh, of Words That Kill, her, her show on there. And, uh, and then we have uh, genres, episodes to post, and origin episodes. And then, of course, then we get into the big premieres, which are the Indie Mayhem and a couple other things that we've got lined up, like uh, the second season of 3X Structure and a lot of stuff going on. So, And, of course, Katie and I will be back in the second week of March uh, to do uh, Late Night News with Go Any Now, which is the show that Katie and I do live on Friday nights, uh, second Friday of every month. And uh, we just did uh, Joe Gets Twitchy with Mr. Ron Lar below me uh, again uh, last night, and that was a lot of fun. So if you wanted to go check that out, that that is exclusively on our Twitch channel, um, although I'll probably post the replay on YouTube at some point. As an old person, I don't even know what Twitch is. Mm-hmm. And I was proud to be a part of it. <laughs> there are so many platforms these days. Also, shout it's out to Anita. She has been posting a lot of great indie author advice on her YouTube channel. I will make sure to put her link oh, as well in the show notes below because she's had some really good advice on marketing, um, on stories, and uh, definitely worth checking out. So, nice. And I believe that... And uh, Maddie has been doing some great interviews, author interviews too. And she had just interviewed me and uh, that's the reason, you know, that interview was the thing that convinced me that she's perfect to host this week in Indies. And so, uh, I mean, it was before that I had an inkling, but this was, uh, she was really great. And so uh, that was a really great interview and I really appreciated it. So. Good stuff. Good stuff. We'll make sure that we put as many links as possible in the show notes for everyone who watches this after the fact. So you guys can always catch up and find the people that you need to find. And thanks to Jane for letting me sit here for a week. I really appreciate it, Jane. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't, I, I couldn't even come close to filling your shoes, but uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to sit here and co-host. You've been a wonderful co-host. Anytime you want to come and join us, you come and join us, Joe. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for Careful us. Careful what week. you wish for. <laughs> I wish for it. I'm public. So there you go. We'll be back again soon with more authors to introduce you to and some more fun conversation. Until then, guys, keep on reading and we will talk to you later. Bye, everybody.